Guys, really Uh-oh. fast. Okay. Uh-oh. So this was one of these situations where I was debating between frugality and and time wasting okay. for, for shopping for Christmas. Okay. So as you guys know, I've got a family who's like my second family. Yeah. And I love to do stuff for my mom, but my mom doesn't want anything. My mom never wants She just anything. wants you to hold on to your money. Well, not even that, but she's like, she doesn't like change. I want to buy her a Google Pixel. She doesn't want me to get her a new phone because there's like all this stress around change. Yeah. So they let me buy stuff, obviously, for them. Mm-hmm. And I like to do nice stuff. So one of the gifts that I was looking for for the daughter, one of the daughters, who's kind of like my little sister, was a ring. And they wanted a chunky, funky, the mom was like, get her a chunky, funky ring. So I go shopping, mm-hmm. and I go to, like, Madewell first. And they look trash. They look like Claire's jewelry. I'm like, oh, God. So I asked the woman, and I'm like, hey, the, the attendant. And she's like, yeah, there's a place called Goodwood down the street. They do, like, vintage, you know, jewelry, vintage uh, furniture, clothes, all kinds of stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go in there, and she's a size 6, 7. So I'm like, do you guys have anything chunky, funky? They show me when they're like, this is vintage made out of bone. There's like little colors on it. It's like bone. It's her right size. It's the only ring in there for her right size. How much do you think that they charge me for that ring? $375. That's a lot for a ring, dog. Is it? For me, for like a daughter who's, she's 22. I've only bought one ring. It was for my wife. Yeah, it was a wedding pay- I'm still, ring. I'm still paying for it You're right still, now. So I, you got it, got it on layaway. I thought I was going to be able to pay it off actually this weekend, but then Tom Brady uh, turned into a mummy. Actually, I mean, everything just went wrong, but yeah, go on. So I was just like, yeah, can I? do I want to spend the rest of the week looking for a chunky, funky ring, or do I just want to box this baby up and be done with it? And that's what I did. That's what I did. But it was, it, it was some sticker shock, though. For a 22-year-old, I'm like, I don't even know if she's going to lose it. Yeah. Yeah, you got you got to set a limit when you're, especially if you're buying for somebody else. See, here's my problem: I keep going Christmas shopping, and then you I buy just, stuff for you. Yeah, just keep buying stuff. What'd for you me. buy for you? Uh, we got some Alan Lazard under 45 and a half receiving yards. We got some Rams Packers under 40. We bought we we bought the 40 because we just that 39 and a half yeah. made us a little nervous. Uh, no, we we played the Packers. Uh, a lot of sneakers lately. I bought a new chain. Drove my wife nuts. What's the chain say? It's just like really like loud. Is it? Oh yeah. It's big. Yeah, she's like, "What did you sign with the Yankees?" Like loud, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, it's it's big, it's big. Got well, a how good, come you won't wear it? Got a good deal on it. Well, now I'm like debating whether I should take it back because if, if if my wife doesn't, you got like a new it. sweatshirt. No, this is actually old. I just don't ever wear this. It's just I'm not gonna lie. It gets a little chilly here. It gets super bar, chilly. And I'm usually here till 3:30 a.m. Tonight we'll be celebrating the Packers season remains alive. Time now to recap another week of the NFL. And I'm gonna be honest, like this was the craziest weekend of football ever. Let's start with the Saturday games because, as everybody yeah, knows by now, first. if you listen to this show, you know that I sit on my couch. I watch my four screens every single Saturday, every single Sunday. I wasn't able to do that this Saturday. I was forced into action. Father of the year, you guys should have saw it. So I went to this place, uh, Zava Zone. Now I can tell everybody. It's called Zava Zone. Uh, fully recommend it if you want your day to be absolute hell ever. So it's all screaming, crying, eight-year-olds. I guess not really crying, but, like, screaming. Just snot everywhere and coughing. and like They were really coughing and snotting? Yeah, I made my kid wear two masks. No, you didn't. I did. I said, we are going on vacation to Chicago in five days. I'm going to eat Portillo's. I'm going to be playing bar dice with my friends. I'm going to uh, the New Year's Day game, hopefully Green Bay, Minnesota, unless they lose the night around Christmas Day, then I'm not going because season over. So I got big plans. Not ruining them for Sheila's birthday over here. So it was terrible. What I did was I had uh, couldn't even watch Sunday Ticket. 
but I, what I did was I watched the DirecTV app. So I was able to watch Colts-Vikings, watch the whole game, look great. We're up 33 nothing at one point in that game. I was on the Colts plus four, uh, dipped down to three and a half, still felt good about it. Minnesota comes back. They win that game 39-36, to the biggest comeback in NFL history. Kirk Cousins drops back 54 times, completes 34 passes, 460 yards, four touchdown passes. Delvin Cook, 17 carries in that game for 95 yards. K.J. Osborne, man, 10 grabs, 157 yards. Just a monster game. Justin Jefferson doing Justin Jefferson stuff. I uh, call the Vikings frauds when they're down 30 points. You should see my mentions. Everybody's like, yeah, frauds my ass, skull. No, you guys are still frauds. I you mean, guys it took are you. Still frauds. You, had to, you had to make the biggest comeback in NFL history against Jeff Saturday in the Indianapolis Colts. Colts season, by the way, pretty much over. They dropped to four and nine. My Jag's still alive, but uh, I still think the Vikings in the playoffs are one and done. But I'm not going to take away from that win. That was impressive. Kirk Cousins was awesome in the second half of that game. He was. What I would say is this: Jeff Saturday and all the people in my mentions giving me a hard time because I said Jeff Saturday should have not gotten even the interim job off the street. That's and the he, correct take. He He's said, a dummy. He said, listen, he I don't even game. know if I know what I'm doing. And I said, if you are sitting up there on your first day on the job and you're telling the world, I'm not sure I'm any good at this, I'm telling you what, you're not any good at this. People were like, Trista, you're a hater. All you know, coaches talk like that. And the presser, let leave the man alone. Get out of his pockets. And you know what? Who said this? Mrs. Saturday? People, Mrs. Saturday? On, people on TikTok, a lot of people. You know what? So I stay Gives away from that street. Biggest comeback in NFL history, you allowed up 33-0. They were 26.5-point favorites. And you know what? You lost it. You lost it in overtime to Kirk freaking Cousins. The comeback king? The comeback king. So you know what? Put some respect on my name. Yep, yep. So the Colts uh, still alive technically to win the AFC South, but the Titans minus 130. My Jags, who beat the Cowboys, plus 110. We'll get to that game here in a minute. And if you do believe that the Colts are still alive, they're 150 to 1 right now to win the AFC South. Gross. They closed the season as minus 135 favorites to win that division. Uh, it's been a mess. Baltimore. They lose to the Browns 13-3. to I was on Cleveland. That's the first home game for Deshaun Watson. Yep, he wasn't was, very good. That he was, was no sweat, though. It wasn't only because Greg Roman, and I'll let PJ, he's a Ravens fan, kind of chime in here because Greg Roman, now everybody's taking notice. That man needs – I don't really root for people to lose their jobs, especially during the holiday season. Right, of course. But Greg Roman needs to go. For some reason, he treated Tyler Huntley – like he was Patrick Mahomes in that game. So Deshaun Watson really quick, 18-28, only 161 yards and one touchdown. Um, but, man, Nick Chubb, 21 carries, 99 yards Missed his yards rushing prop by, like, six yards, too. PJ, I need you to tell me this, or answer this question for me. Why is Tyler Huntley dropping back 30 times when you have J.K. Dobbins averaging 9.6 yards per carry, 13 carries only for 125 yards, Gus Bus, Gus Edwards, seven carries for 55 yards. Want to hear something disgusting? And, PJ, you probably know this. J.K. Dobbins, again, his numbers, 13 carries, 125 yards, 9.6 per average. Only had two touches, I believe, from the seven-minute mark of the third quarter all the way to the end of the game, only two carries. Why? That's a good question. Doesn't make sense. I don't know. You know what's even more frustrating? Harbaugh's out at his press conference today, and he's defending all his coaches, obviously, and his team. And they're talking about why they were throwing the ball so much in the fourth quarter. And obviously it's because they needed to pick up big yards without chewing as much clock off as they can. It seems like the Ravens coaching staff are the only people that don't realize they're more explosive in offense running the ball than they are throwing the ball. So that's what just gets me is they think that they get chunk plays by throwing the football. You actually get your biggest gains when you keep the ball on the ground. 
it's just it's frustrating because they're a great running team. They don't commit to it as nearly as much as they should. And uh, it's but it's what's been their downfall all season. When the Ravens had leads, they would always keep them. And this year, obviously, they haven't been able to do that because they don't run the ball at the end of games, and then they put their defense on the field, and their defense just gives up leads. Let me ask you this. If it was Anthony Downtown Brown, they would have won. They would have won that game. 100%. Because they would have run, run the ball. Because they would have only run the ball. Although, man, I don't know. Greg Roman, would, would he have had him drop back 30 times in that game? Because, again, I, so. I mean, J.K. Dobbins was averaging nine yards per carry. There was no reason to take the ball out of his hands. And here's the other thing. I get if you want to run your regular offense, like the Brock Purdy situation that's going on in San Francisco, he's still able to push the ball down the field. Well, he's not really doing that. He's averaging five yards per attempt. But they're still having him drop back and kind of run the Jimmy Garoppolo, San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan offense because he's surrounded with weapons, even without Debo. Whereas with the Ravens, like your weapons, even though they're dinged up, they're in the back. Backfield. You're throwing the ball to Deshaun Jackson, who's 45 years old and just got called off the streets. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, who the Chiefs were like, here, take. It just, I think it's going to end up being a mess, man. But um, I still think that they're live for the AFC North because the Bengals get a tricky matchup against the Patriots, who need this win after their embarrassing loss yesterday. Then a huge game against the Bills. Ravens are plus 160. P.J. Worth a play. I mean, it's a terrible number at plus 160, but this is the first week where they're not the favorites to win the AFC North. Is it worth a little sprinkle on Baltimore? I don't think it is because they have Atlanta this week. They should win, but then they have to finish the season home against Pittsburgh and at Cincinnati. They're not winning both of those games. They're probably going to split. Cincinnati, guys, I mean, they still have everything to play for. Not only the division, they win out. They get the one seed. They beat Buffalo in a couple weeks. They beat New England next week, and then they beat Baltimore in the season finale. They get the one seed. Cincinnati's rolling right now. When you guys were talking with Andrew Gillis this past week, Ron, you asked about the defensive coordinator, Lou Amarulo. The job he does in the second half with adjustments. Adjustment king. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know... See, I asked him if he thought that he had a shot to become a head coach here in the next year or two, and I know everybody's thinking offensive-minded head coach, offensive-minded head coach, like the Kevin O'Connells, the McVeighs, the LaFleurs, but I don't know, man. I mean, these adjustments that he makes in the second half, that's why yesterday, I mean, you were getting plus 10, plus 8.5, plus 375 on the money line with Cincinnati. When they go down in these games, I think you have to grab it. Because it's, it's not only everybody's going to talk about Joe Burrow, he's the new Tom Brady, he's the comeback king. But it's it's, same it's, thing, it's, the, like, it's the defensive it's the adjustments. But now they have some injuries. Same too. thing as well with like when it was the AFC title game against the Chiefs and the Chiefs went up big. That just is the game plan. You have to do it every single time because yeah. you know they look terrible. But they've been awesome in first halves the last three games before the last one. Yeah. Which is why I ended up making the wrong move yeah. and taking uh Bengals minus three and not taking them full game. Yeah. And I wasn't anywhere where I could live bet, unfortunately. See, so. there's there's always just been those like teams or those guys that you could target live betting wise. Like I Obviously, yep. Tom Brady, we know about like the 28-3 Super Bowl comeback, but always, like anytime Tom Brady's down 13, 10 points, you get a good number, I think you should take it. When I really started live betting was Andrew Luck. I felt like every single week the Colts would be down three scores, and he would always lead them to these crazy comebacks. He took some really bad teams to the playoffs. Hashtag people do forget. Uh, and the third game that we're going to talk about from Saturday night, it was the primetime game. It was the Buffalo Bills. Everything about that game went the way I didn't think. Right? Really? Like the blizzard... 
Oh, didn't, yeah. didn't happen. Until the fourth quarter. Right, until really the hit. fourth quarter, and yeah. then the scoring really slowed. I didn't see, you know, we talked about our bet, best bet being the under 44 or one of them, right? And, like, you don't get any snow. You just get crisp weather. You got two out there slinging it. High-scoring game, high-scoring affair. You know, obviously Josh Allen having to make that crazy throw under duress with a zero seconds left in the clock to end the first half. Like, they could have lost that game. I felt like they were going to cover the seven, and it just – they just didn't. It just didn't. It was just not going to mathematically happen. So Miami, obviously a huge game on Christmas Day against Green Bay. Uh, they're still sitting there at eight wins, by the way. I need one more for the over eight and a half, and that was really juiced. And obviously for their playoff hopes, which actually improved after that loss, which is crazy because all everything else kind of like all the dominoes fell in place for them even after the loss. But my biggest takeaway from that game was I grabbed a little bit of uh, Josh Allen 10 to 1 and then I grabbed a little bit 8 to 1 and I'm looking at BetMGM right now. So Mahomes moves over as the MVP winner favorite, minus 275. Jalen Hurts, who was the favorite all the way up until this morning, he's now plus 450. And also, if you guys have been paying attention, you see that the Dallas Cowboys are now five-and-a-half-point favorites over the Eagles in that big game coming up. Reason being, it looks like Jalen Hurts might miss the next at least two weeks. So Let me ask I you think this. he's out as MVP. Mahomes is minus 275. Josh mm-hmm. Allen now 10-to-1 to 6-to-1, to same price 12, as Joe Burrow. Yeah, 12-to-1 at one point last week when we gave shop it around. out. Let me uh, shop around. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Yeah. If Jalen Hurts doesn't get hurt... Is he still minus 175 to win MVP if he's still healthy? Even after the picks yesterday? Yes. Probably because of the three touchdowns. And I see, I didn't think that the price was, I, I think he's probably like the rightful favorite. I think he was the rightful favorite, but I didn't think the price was right, right. especially with these weeks left because there's some big games coming up with Mahomes. So the Chiefs clinched the division yesterday. And I don't know that they would actually sit Mahomes week 18 or that they would take the foot off the gas. But it's there. Like, that, that. that's there. So he's minus 275, and nobody's playing that right now. If, if you do, then you have problems. Uh, Jalen Hurts is plus 450, and we might not see him the next couple weeks. And why? You have one loss. That game, I was going to say that game means more to Dallas, but they clinched a playoff spot as well. Yeah. So, actually, well, no. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that game kind of matters, but doesn't matter because they're not going to win the division regardless. So what it comes down to, I think, and two is one, uh, one, 125 to one right now. Yeah. So it's going to come down, I think, it's either Mahomes is going to win it, which is why he's minus 275, or it comes down to that big game, Buffalo and Cincinnati, and you have Josh Allen now plus 600, Joe Burrow now plus 600. We talked about Burrow a couple weeks ago and made a small play there, so I had to back it up with Josh Allen because I think the Bills are going to win that game. And if he throws three, four touchdown passes, I think he's your MVP. And I know we've been trying to make the case for Mahomes and for Jalen, but the thing about Josh Allen is we saw it again Saturday night. Even if he has a rough performance or he doesn't throw for 400 yards, what he does with his legs, he's 85% of that offense. They don't really have a run game. And he's also banged up. He's hurt. Nobody talks about this. He's not even throwing the football at practice really this year. He's no. injured. I I know how good that defense is, but they've had some injuries. Obviously, no Von Miller the rest of the season. No Micah Hyde, one of the better safeties in the league. They still keep winning games. I like Josh Allen right now. Not so much at six to one, but I love that this morning, and I don't hate the sprinkle. It there. went from eight. It went to, from ten to one to six to one today. It, they took it off the board for like forty-five minutes. I was looking for it, so that's where that opens back up. But Shop now around. Patrick Mahomes, the huge favorite.